HRN listeners. As we celebrate our 15th year, we are deepening our commitment to giving voice to the next generation of food system storytellers, and we need your help. Our internship and fellowship programs help activate new possibilities for underrepresented and underestimated young people through experiential journalism, audio engineering, and production training. Through these unique programs, HRN helps food equity stewards build essential workforce readiness skills that expand their potential and foster economic mobility. Please consider supporting these critical programs. And with a minimum donation, you can be entered to win a dinner for two at an amazing restaurant in one of eight cities and tickets to a concert at a great venue in one of those cities. We have incredible partners across the country who have donated as they also share our passion for helping to educate the next generation of food system storytellers. Check out heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. That's heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you. This episode is presented by Forever Cheese. This week on Meet and 3, we're exploring the intersection between food, agriculture, and competition. Learn how a chicken raising contest in the 1940s led to the poultry industry we have today. And they were going to run a contest and try and develop what they would call the chicken tomorrow. We'll also venture into the world of agricultural video games, where a new set of tractors is making a lot of fans happy. The biggest addition to 19 was the John Deere's. That's what everyone was hyped for. And we pay a visit to a group of Indian restaurants that aren't on the friendliest of terms. Usually they wait for my restaurant, but after a long wait, they go to next door or downstairs. But this is how they do business. They completely copy whatever we do. Embrace your competitive spirit and be the first to listen to new Meet and 3 episodes by subscribing now. That's Meet plus sign T-H-R-E-E. Available wherever you listen to podcasts. Today's theme, Charleston Wine and Food. A few weeks ago, I went down to the Charleston Wine and Food Festival with some of the team here from the Heritage Radio Network. It was me, Eli and Max Sussman, Sam Ben Ruby, Katie Mosman-Wadler, Hannah Forden, Kat Johnson, and our intrepid engineer, Matt Patterson. I wasn't sure what to expect. Turned out it was a really great time. Festivals sometimes are one of those things where you think about going and then you just don't go because it seems like it's going to be too much all too intense, too much work, too much standing in line, but it was great. We had a studio set up in a tent sponsored by Le Creuset, and we were talking to some old friends of the network and lots of new faces. We interviewed more than 65 chefs, food and beverage makers, cast iron producers, and more. You can hear it all in our Heritage Radio Network on Tour series. We were in Marion Park in downtown Charleston. The whole park gets turned into the culinary village where people eat and drink all day in the hot sun before exploring hundreds of culinary events that the festival runs all over town. There's wine, cider, spirits, all manner of food. We talked to the chefs preparing Springer Mountain Farms chicken on the incredible Sea Island Forge kettles. There were bands, too. It was beautiful weather, and it was a great break from winter here in New York City. It was also my birthday. I got surprised on air with a Wong Duckin from ice cream maker Cynthia Wong. The Wong Duckin is an ice cream creation shaped like a turkey. It's a Neapolitan sundae, so it's strawberry in the middle, then chocolate, then vanilla covered in crushed up cornflakes to make the skin. There are even chocolate-covered pretzel bones in the wings and legs. It was amazing and delicious. Then there was a whiskey toast. It was quite the birthday. I highly recommend checking out the festival if you need a break from winter in New York next March. It was a fun time, and I hope to go back next year. Charleston has a rich and sometimes dark history. 
I didn't really know that before I went. It was the center of the slave trade and a major part of the Confederacy. You can really feel it in the place. It's intense. I wasn't prepared for how that energy would feel. We met some amazing people, and I think my wife made a lifelong friend while exploring. She needed new shoes, befriended the gentleman who helped her, and that evening we ran into Sherman at a bar and hung out drinking and eating pizza well into the night. It's just that kind of place. I took a microphone out into the crowds of the culinary village to talk with some of the attendees, presenters, and staff at the festival to see what it was all about. Give a listen. About to go talk to some people and see if they're having a good time. We're going to see what happens when I walk around and stick a mic in people's faces. You're the one with the piping bags. Tell me yeah. what you're doing. Piping some oysters on the half shell. We're going to char broil them. It's with some uh, green garlic butter. A lot of panko breadcrumb in there, dry vermouth, oyster liquor, topping it off with a little Aleppo pepper. Sweet. Give it a look. Sounds, sounds delicious. I'll come back in a few minutes and we'll try it out. Great. Hey, Chef, I'm Harry. I've got a show called Feast Your Ears on Heritage Radio. Awesome. Can you introduce yourself real quick? I'm Drake Leonard's from Eunice Restaurant in Houston. Awesome. So you guys do this at your restaurant in Houston? You know, we don't. I don't know that we necessarily do this one. Is we, we just opened in October, and so we're going in the spring. So we've got this green garlic just starting to come out, right? We thought, why not pair a little Parmesan cheese? We've got our cowboy cauldron here uh, that we're going to cold roast them and see what happens. If people like it, maybe we'll put it on the menu. Kick ass. I'll come back and try it in a few minutes. Cheers, Thank mate. Thank you. Walking now into the artisan market. Got lots of different people selling stuff. Halliburton pottery, red clay hot sauce, the creative olive toadfish outfitters with their fishing rods and some of their seafood tools. Got shrimp cleaners. We've got uh, all kinds of cool stuff. I'm being waved over here. What's up, man? How are you? What do you do? I'm Harry from Heritage Radio Network. We're doing podcasting back there, and I'm just walking around getting some color. Cool. So uh, we're Toadfish Outfitters. We're out of Charleston, South Carolina. We're located on James Island. We do uh, coastal kitchen tools. So we do uh, an oyster knife. We do a crab claw cutter that cuts perfect circles around crab claws. And we do a shrimp tool that'll peel to vein and butterfly shrimp in one motion. Excellent. That is super cool. I've actually used some of your oyster knives before, and I think they're great. Awesome. What we do is we donate 10% of our proceeds back to uh, replant oyster beds on our coasts. Wow, that is amazing. Super cool. And what kind of you guys are serving up some oysters here? Yeah, we're doing oysters on the half shell, and we're uh, demoing our shrimp tool as well. So uh, come on down, get us get us an oyster, and uh, show us shrimp tool off. 
Awesome. Well, check out Toadfish Outfitters and uh, pick up some tools. And I see you guys have fishing rods, too. We do. So we, we uh, design and make all our own fishing rods. Uh, our CEO grew up working for our big companies like Shimano, Fenwick. Um, so it's a seamless design uh, made for inshore fishing. Cool. Thanks so much. Hey, how's it going? Uh, my name is Harry. I have a radio show on Heritage Radio Network. We've been here doing a bunch of podcasting, but I decided to bring the mic out and talk to some people who are here. So uh, can you introduce yourself and tell me about Blank Creatives? What do you make? So I make the knives, and I'm in the metal department. Okay, cool. So we have a crew of uh, 12, and uh, one you know in the office, uh, the owner, the designer, and uh, seven in the metal shop two in the wood shop and we're trying to grow trying to outfit the whole kitchen basically uh, trying to get as many mediums as we can so we've got some people on our team that do ceramics and glasswork so we're trying to get that into the uh, mix as well nice. but uh, right now what we're focusing on is the cookware that you know like the steel it's basically what we're limited to by our equipment right now and uh, our demand is really high so we're trying to keep up with this before we can expand other things but We'd also like to get into supplying kitchens with like wood fire grills and more that kind of thing. We've done one project for a local restaurant steakhouse in Charlottesville, and we'll hopefully that would be our showcase as our portfolio and try to get into other uh, restaurants. Super cool. So you make the knives? Yeah. Uh, what material are they? These are 1095. Cool. Yeah. That's carbon steel for those of you listening at home. Okay. Yeah. Right. Exactly. So it's awesome, a mono steel and trying to do a differential heat treatment on those. Yeah. What are these? These guys are just like a little like cheese utility. Yeah, style. like um, hard charcuterie, hard cheese. Yep. A little fun something other nice. something other than those cheese sets you usually get. Yeah, uh, totally. So check out Blank Creatives. That's B L A N C C R E A T I V E S dot com. Uh, the knives are beautiful. They've got cookware they've got copper they've got steel they've got wood pieces they've got serving pieces uh and uh like my man said they're going to expand so soon you can outfit your entire kitchen thank you I appreciate it there's a lot of puns here at charleston food and wine we've got the booth that says ride or pie uh, here's my buddies at Butterpat Industries with their cast iron. They've got quite a long line, so I'm not going to go and bother them, but I interviewed them earlier. You can check it out. Uh, going to come over here and take a look at Brackish, which looks like they make some really nice bow ties. Hey, how's it going? Good. Um, I'm Harry. I have a show on Heritage Radio called Feast Your Ears. We've been over in the Le Creuset tent, sure. but I decided to bring the microphone out awesome. to interview some people who are here. So sure. can you introduce yourself? And sure. Yeah. Uh, my name's Annalyn Mayo. I'm here working at the Charleston Wine and Food Festival for Brackish Bowties. Awesome. Uh, they look beautiful. Can you tell me a little bit? They're, they they don't look like fabric bowties. What are they made of? Yeah. So all of our pieces are made out of all natural, sustainably sourced feathers. Um, we use peacock feathers, pheasant feathers, guinea feathers, turkey feathers, quail feathers, and goose feathers. Does that mean that you guys have like a farm of birds and you're out like plucking them while they're running around? We do not. So we source them from farmers all over the country who raise free-range birds. So the birds generally just exist to walk around and they molt, which means the feathers naturally fall off about twice a year. The farmers collect them and then sell them to us. Super cool. So are these pre-tied bow ties or are, do you also have bow ties where one can tie them themselves? So we always say we like to, um, we honor the tradition of a self-tying bow tie. Ours come with an adjustable neck strap that stretches from 11 to 22 inches. So it wraps around your collar, and then there's a hook right behind the left side of the bow tie. 
Awesome. Well, thank you so much. How's how's it been here out here? This is day three. I bet you're you know it's a little hotter today than it's been the last two days. <laughs> it is. It's a little hotter, but it's always a great festival, and we are honored to be here. Awesome. Thanks so much. Headed over now to talk to my buddy Quentin Middleton at Middleton Made Knives. Yo, what's up? How you doing, brother? Good, man. Doing all right? I decided to bring my recorder out into the field because some people didn't make it into the studio. So uh, can you introduce yourself and tell me who you are and what you do? Yes, my name is Quentin Middleton, and I'm the owner and maker of Middleton Made Knives. Uh, I would say they're some of the nicest knives made in this country and definitely the nicest knives I have seen in a very long time. Awesome, man. Thank you. I really appreciate it. That's very kind. Looks like you're having a really good show. I mean, two days ago when I was here, this well, I'm standing in front of like 12 feet of table, and two days ago when I was here, it was packed full of knives, and now there aren't many left. Yeah, man. Like, um, I brought this was like three months worth of work. It was like 73 knives, and I only have like 20 knives left. Wow, that's amazing. Have you done this festival before? Yeah, this is like the seventh year um, I've done this knife, and it's always been successful. That's so awesome. Um, tell me a little bit about how you got started in making knives. Oh, man. Um, like Jason Knight, my mentor, he taught me how to make knives. But before then, Conan. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that, like after watching Conan and Star Wars and He-Man, like, I just wanted to go into boy's love and want to go on my own adventure. And that's where the passion really started. And are your knives, uh, tell me about your knives a little bit. Do you prefer to use carbon steel, stainless steel, a mix of both? Um, I like to use a mix of both because each one has its own personality. Um, stainless, it, it's a little bit non-maintenance. And, of course, um, high carbon, it holds in there longer, and it, it can get very, very sharp. But it's the maintenance behind it. So it's, uh, I, I do both. Awesome. And so you've got chef's knives here. You've got some Japanese-style nakiris. You've got some slicers. I see some oyster knives over there with Damascus. Mm -hmm. Yes, I do the uh, nakiris. I do the, uh, the karasuki. Um, I have some giotos. Over there, some K-tips, and like I'm just trying to mix it up a little bit because everybody's seen me do regular uh, European chef knives. I just want to play around. Awesome, and I assume you do custom work too, right? If a chef wants a knife and they say come to you and they say, Quinn, here's what I want, you'll make it. Yes, like somebody asked me to do a big ass cleaver, and it was like 18 inches long, and like like it, like they wanted a, a big cleaver, so I made it, and that was like a few weeks ago. Awesome. Well, it's so nice to see you, man. I love running into you at these things. Yeah, man. Thank you for uh, thank you for having me. This episode is presented by Forever Cheese, a passion for great taste. Forever Cheese sources the highest quality and most unique cheeses and other products from Italy, Spain, Portugal, and Croatia, and imports them to the United States, many under the Mitika brand. If it's Mitika, it's got to be incredible. Learn more at forevercheese.com. Are you enjoying this podcast? Heritage Radio Network has plenty more. It's Todd Shulkin, the host of Inside Julia's Kitchen here on HRN. Inside Julia's Kitchen carries on Julia Child's legacy of introducing the brightest lights in the food world to a wider audience, just as Julia did from her home kitchen. Look for Inside Julia's Kitchen wherever you listen to podcasts and on heritageradionetwork.org. Walking over here by Sea Island Forge. Uh, interviewed them earlier today. Had a wonderful time talking about their forge, their kettle, uh, open fire cooking. And uh, we've got Charleston Artisan Cheese House over here. I'm now standing in line for a smoked turkey slider. 
Gonna see if it's any good because I'm a little bit hungry. Hey, can I interview you guys for a second? No, thank you. Okay. Hey, can I interview you guys for a second? Sure, absolutely. I'm just walking around. I have a podcast called Feast Your Ears on Heritage Radio Network. We're a food-focused radio station. We do 35 shows a week, and we're here back in one of the tents. We've got a studio, but I decided to take the mic outside and just ask people about if they're having a good awesome. time. So, are you having fun? Yes. What's the best thing you've eaten today? Eating or drinking? Either way, eating, <laughs> eating, drinking, whatever. No, um, the best thing I have eaten so far was the chicken skin with the caviar on top. Oh, I heard about that oh, from somebody. my Jesus. It is amazing. God bless the person who did that. <laughs> what about you? I would concur. That would be the top of my list. And then after that would definitely be the chicken wings. Oh, the chicken wings. wings. Yes, the chicken wings are good. Where are you guys from? I'm actually from Somerville, South Carolina, which is not that far from Charleston, South Carolina. Yep, same. And have you guys come to the festival before? This is my first time. I dragged her out. This is my fourth time, and I'm like, you're coming with me. You it's my first time, too, so. Really? Oh, my God. So hopefully you come back, because it's amazing. It is so amazing, yeah. That's awesome. Well, thank you, guys. You're thank welcome. Thank you so much. Your day. Hey. I'm with Heritage Radio Network, and we've got a podcast studio here, but I brought my mic out because I want to ask people out in the field what's going on. Can you tell me what you guys are serving? This is a smoked short rib and root vegetable stew, and then, ma'am, we made some handmade uh, sourdough bread rolls to go in it. Oh, wow, that's awesome. Yeah, most of the time people, every time we talk to them about the Food and Wine Festival, they say, we were starving, we need more food, so we decided to make bread and and get people nice and full. And uh, Kelly, have you done this festival before? I have. I've been doing them um, uh, since 2007 with Magnolia. Awesome. Long time. Very cool. Yeah. Well, thank, thank you so much for coming out. No, thank you. It's my pleasure. That was Chef Kelly Franz from Magnolia's here in Charleston, South Carolina. I'm from Heritage Radio Network. We're here doing a bunch of interviews and stuff, and I was wondering if I'd ask you a little bit about the about the, the trash. <laughs> Is that cool? Can I ask you a couple yeah, questions? What's going on? What you want to ask me, man? <laughs> what's your name, buddy? I'm Mike Coakley. Uh, Mike. Mike's working. He's making sure people put their trash in the right place. Plastic cup is recycling. So Mike is here making sure people put their stuff in the right bin. There's landfill, compost, recycle. So I'm curious to know, do people get it, or do you really have to make sure everybody puts it in the right spot? We gotta make sure everybody puts it in the right spot, because I know this is fun, a fun, funful day for them, and they, they can't, they, they're not reading the sign, they're just coming to dump it. So I'm trying to guide them in the right direction. Well, I, I appreciate it. I mean, it's important that we separate our trash, right? Because we gotta make sure we don't put too much stuff in the landfill. Right. <laughs> well, listen, stay, stay cool out here, all right? I will, I, I see they got a lot of water. I'm yeah. gonna drink much as I could. You want me to bring you one? No, I'm good. Right. <laughs> Thanks a lot. Hey, can I interview you guys about the food no. festival? Who are you? <laughs> Get one. Get one. Who's this guy? <laughs> um, yeah, how's it going? Man it's fine. Yeah? Uh, like 50% of people say no. Oh, okay. Well, that's pretty high, actually. 
Hey, can I ask you guys a couple of questions? I'm here with Heritage Radio Network. We're a food-focused podcast station. We have 35 shows every week. Gotcha. And I've never been here before, and I want to see what people are doing, if you guys are having a good time. This is the best wine festival I've ever been to because there's food involved, and you have to have food when you have wine. Well, you don't have to, but it's definitely a good idea. Oh, absolutely. The the food, the alcohol— you have to have it's a combination yes it's like hand in hand it's like a marriage well we all would be drunk right now well yesterday afternoon i can tell you i saw some people who clearly didn't get enough food well can i talk about the food then because y'all obviously are the ones boozing we had something from a place called nitty gritty that was like um a thai grit with pork belly and um a squeeze of lime and cilantro it was fantastic we it sounds so good we stood in line three times Oh, so it was worth it. It was, it was worth it. Good. Absolutely worth Friday it. Friday night, we went to the boys' night out, which featured all the female chefs. Unbelievable. Great barbecue. Yester- Saturday, we went to the shuck. Oysters prepared, like, unbelievably different ways. Amazing. So are you guys from here? We are. Awesome. Well, the Hilton Head. Okay. That's close enough. We, that is pretty good. Cool. I'm from New York, so we, we, I'm, I'm from far from away. New York before I went to Hilton Head. What part? Uh, Brooklyn. Okay, Upper West Side of Manhattan. Oh, nice. And then upstate. Cool. Now um, I grew up in Westchester. Now I live in Brooklyn, but I really like it down here. I was in Chicago earlier in the week, and it was zero degrees. So I'm very place. happy to be here oh, in the sun. Absolutely. Place. See the thing about Charleston? If you don't like the weather, wait 24 hours. It will change. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what else? You don't have to shovel rain. Ah, that is totally true. Yeah, we had we we've had we've been pretty lucky this year. We have not had that much snow. But, well, thank you guys. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. What's your name, man? I'm Harry. Harry. Got Newski's Applewood Smoked Bacon over here, Durham Distillery, Hendrix Gin, uh, lots and lots of different stuff. The line for ice cream is really long because it is hot. Hey, I'm sorry to interrupt. Can I ask you guys a couple questions about the food sure, festival? Sure. I'm here from New York. My name is Harry. I have a podcast called Feast Your Ears on Heritage Radio Network. We've got a studio, but I want to bring the mic out and talk to people about if they're having Great. a good time and what they think of the festival. So can you tell me your name? Michael Furlong. Jen DeToda. And uh, tell me about the festival. What are you guys doing? What are you seeing? What are you eating? Have you been here before? So, yes, locals. We've been here before. Uh, I did the... Um, uh, whiskey Take a Foxtron event. It was a lot of fun. Great food. Did the Chitoria Luca dinner. A signature dinner was incredible. So I'm doing the finale. And last night we did the uh, Indian event where they uh, color bombed everyone. I wanted to go to that so bad. Oh, so much fun. So yeah, you know what? What could be better? Charleston, great food, great time, great weather. This awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you can't beat this weather in March. So. I mean, I, I, I'm amazed that, it, I mean, I'm, I'm kind of jealous, I and mean, we have great food in New York, but I'm jealous that you guys have an event that is, like, chill and fun, and, like, there's lines, but they're not too long, and that you can just come out and have fun. I feel like every food event in New York, it's just such a shit show. You, like, don't want to go. It's why we love the South. Everyone's here, and everyone's so hospitable, and you get to try new things. We love it. Um, who's that statue of? That's Francis Marion. Uh, so he was a part of the Revolutionary War. I'm going to correct you. It's not Francis Marion. I it was. No. That's what I was told yesterday, actually. No, it's actually, um, God, what is the, his name? Vice President. He was the Vice President. He sold, he, oh. So see, somebody had too much to drink. It's, it's John C. Calhoun. Ah, okay. John there C. Calhoun. There we go. You are right. John C. Calhoun. I'm a New Yorker, so I, that's that's why I, I don't know, I didn't know it at first at first either. I'm going to go find my husband and yell at him. <laughs> awesome. Cheers. Thanks, guys. Thank Thanks. you. 
I know you're super busy putting water in there. Can I ask you a quick question? I'm doing a podcast about the Food and Wine Fest, and I'm trying to walk around and get some ideas. So you're busily putting water in here. How much water are you guys going to go through this weekend? A lot. <laughs> there's Aquapana still, and then there's Pellegrino, and these guys have just been dumping it into ice for like three days straight. Uh, we've gone through pallets upon pallets upon pallets, man. It's great to have so many thirsty people, man. Really, really. Sam Pellegrino's been hooking us up with all this uh, sponsorship. Uh, I, I love the stuff. Uh, all our uh, vendors are pouring Pellegrino. Yeah, it's just been awesome. Um, a lot, a lot. Thank you. Walking by a couple of Great Danes dressed for St. Patrick's Day and a lady in a leopard print pantsuit. Lines are getting long, and it is hot out here in Charleston, people. Thanks for listening to Feast Your Ears today. I hope you enjoyed the audio from the Charleston Wine and Food Fest and that it made you hungry. You can find Feast Your Ears as well as lots of other great shows at heritageradionetwork.org on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Pandora, wherever you get your podcasts. Please take a moment to rate and review the show, and please reach out if you have any questions. You can reach me via email, harry at thebrooklynkitchen.com, and you can follow me on Instagram at the food baller talk to you next week thanks for listening to heritage radio network food radio supported by you for our freshest content to learn more about our 10-year anniversary celebration happening all year long subscribe to our newsletter enter your email at the bottom of our website heritageradionetwork.org connect with us on instagram and twitter our handle is at heritage underscore radio you can also find us at facebook.com forward slash heritage radio network Heritage Radio Network is a nonprofit organization driving conversations to make the world a better, fairer, and more delicious place. And we couldn't do it without support from listeners like you. Want to be a part of the food world's most innovative community? Subscribe to the shows you like, tell your friends, and please join the HRN family by becoming a member. Just click on the beating heart at the top right of our homepage. Thanks for listening.